0: Welcome, everybody, to a new episode of the OTT Podcast. My name is Tyler Thompson. I'm the editor-in-chief of KentuckySportsRadio.com, and tonight I'm joined by Fake Barney. Barney, how's it going?
1: It's going well. Uh, I've made two mistakes today. Uh, one <laughs> Just was two. Watching, uh, Vanessa Bryant. Uh, oh. and, uh messed me up. Um, and I knew it was going to be like that, and I still... Messed me up, and and then the uh the big Kentucky announcement. I uh, those were two things that I wish that I had, had not spent my time on today.
0: No oh, man, yeah. We'll we'll start with the Vanessa Bryant stuff because that's way better a topic. Yeah. Um, I yeah, I had um, I watched just a little bit here and there of uh, Kobe's memorial, and she, I, I don't, she has just I I, same. I mean, this the strength to not only get up there in front of everybody, yeah but to say such poignant stuff and I know. have moments of oh, levity. How about that line that was and, like,
1: they they wouldn't have been able to live without each other, so they went to heaven together or something like that. Oh, I know. And like, she. Oh, my gosh.
0: Yeah, she looked up before she said that, and you could yeah, tell. she
1: knew it was coming.
0: Yeah. yeah, but, I mean, she was funny. Like, she had yeah, just she the ability to to be able to smile and crack a joke and and, you know, open up so much about their lives, like, You know, something I
1: noticed was, uh, and you'll appreciate this too, just being like a writer, um, was how when she talked about their souls, she talked about it in present tense. And usually when you hear somebody do a eulogy, you know, they don't usually say Kobe is or, or she is. It was, you know, it's kind of that first time that you start to talk about that person, like in terms of memories and past tense. And I really liked how, I think it was intentional that when she talked about like their like how they like lived on and like how and like you know it was we it was always present tense and I don't think it's because she hasn't processed it yet I think that was intentional.
0: Oh sure I think it's because Kobe is such a huge figure that he's probably gonna live on in everybody's memory as this, you know, legend of the game. So, yeah. I, I definitely think that's intentional. Um, I think it was
1: cool. I think I think I might, if I ever have to do a eulogy one day for for somebody, I think I will steal that. That was, uh, it was it was amazing. I don't know how she did it. It was it was really that was crazy.
0: I thought it was fascinating that, you know, you could kind of tell this in his later years that he was such a devoted dad and and right. all of that. But I liked how she was talking about their relationship as husband and wife and how he bought her the blue dress what? and the notebook the, from the, the notebook.
1: Wrote the notebook from the notebook. That's like <laughs> buying that's like I don't that's like buying somebody, I don't know, Apollo thirteen from Apollo thirteen, like, like <laughs> how do you would he do that?
0: It's like, oh my gosh, Kobe! Like, <laughs> he's such a killer on the court, and then, wow, Um, yeah. yeah. I so thought the stories
1: I, about the um, where he would ask the security guard if she got in their safe yet and stuff were sweet too.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely, and all the stuff about his daughters and you know rocking them to sleep and and helping out with that.
1: Yeah. Oh, and man. as a daughter and me as a girl, dad. Uh you know, Oh
0: yeah.
1: Was, I mean. It, ooh. It was.
0: It was It'll get you right in the fields. Yeah. Uh, what What did not get me right in the fields was <laughs> Kentucky's special yeah. announcement. What
1: was that? I think everyone got really excited <sighs> about that, and and talk about a, a letdown. Oh my gosh.
0: Yeah, so if you weren't on the internet today, you know, first of all, good job. (laughs) You missed a lot of stuff. But Kentucky, um, you know, as every day before a game, they have a media opportunity. And today it was Kenny Payne talking about Texas A&M, which is, you know, fine, normal, good, whatever. Uh, But about an hour and a half before it happened, the UK basketball Twitter account sent out a tweet teasing a special announcement and like they they hyped it
1: it up i saw it from you were like ksr's covering this live
0: well because i mean we were you know i have a group text with you know drew and jack and nick and we're all like what is it i mean they were hyping it up to be some big big deal like they had like the breaking news graphic damage
1: control to do for sure because we all got so excited (laughs)
0: I know. I'm, I'm texting with Drew and Nick and Jack. I'm like, what is it? What is it? What could it be? And we're like, oh, and Jack's like, new uniforms? That's the only thing I can think of. I was thinking maybe uh, they
1: were going to wash the Wildcat mascot uh, costume for the first time since like, <laughs> 1972.
0: Special announcement. Oh my God. We're,
1: we're making the Wildcat not look yeah. like it was sewn together from socks.
0: <laughs> so if you go back and look at that tweet that UK put out, all of the replies, Well, I not all of them, I'd say two-thirds of the replies were yeah, like, sure. new uniforms, yeah. new uniforms? I mean, so,
1: anything they could have said would have been better than that.
0: Yeah, so what happened was they they have, you know, the the live stream clicks on, and Nick Richards walks up to the podium. And for a minute, I was like, is he already declaring for the draft? Like, <laughs> But no, he gets up there, and, you know, UK had already started his Player of the Year an All-American campaign. Right. So he gets up there and is like, you know, I really appreciate all the support everyone's given me, but I'm I'm endorsing my, you know, choice for player of the year, all-American Emmanuel Quickly, and then you know his slogan was picnic, so they made it picnic and quick, right? And yeah. he holds up a sign, and, and then it was and that, that was, was it. it,
1: yeah. And then I was expecting to say, and we're gonna make students take up the whole arena.
0: <laughs> or a lot of people were like oh they're gonna sell alcohol and i'm like they wouldn't announce that with two home games left first of all there's no way they could get that in place i thought by...
1: whitney was coming back
0: oh my gosh you're you're delusional
1: i just like, thought that i thought that that was a possibility because what coach Cal said where he was like i miss him and then i was like okay this is a setup for for them to make this big announcement i mean i i mean there was so many things i mean I, they really got us going i mean it i I don't know. I think it reminded me of the tweak. Uh, everyone got in a frenzy over yeah. like so fast, and then it ended up just being like
0: <laughs> it was like a wet fart. It was just <laughs> well, like, yeah. oh, and, and it's kind of a
1: wet <laughs> fart. That's <crazy>. great. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean seriously, it wasn't. It's kind of like the tweak. You know, it ended up being Aaron Harrison passed the ball, or you know, what was it?
0: <laughs> yeah, pass the ball to Aramore or whatever. Yeah. I forget whatever it was. Yeah, yeah it
1: was like yeah.
0: And there then, were so many things that could have been better. Like oh, I, 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 I would have been, better. I would have been a little more like excited if you know someone came out and said we're giving free ice cream to the whole lower arena like that. Yeah, that would anything. have been more interesting. Anything. I, but okay. you know, I mean, they they trolled us. It was such a troll move, and I, I was you telling that
1: it was an intentional troll. I think that they probably. probably were like, this will be funny, and it just was not. People were totally serious about it.
0: Well, I think it, they have to understand that Kentucky fans are going to be serious about everything. Exactly. I mean, we had a meltdown this morning because Joe Lunardi moved us from a three seed to a to a four seed
1: in oh, a hypothetical
0: yeah. bracket, which is nowhere oh, the near going of that to.
1: That fan calling in <laughs> is. I mean, I hope <laughs> someone sent that to Lunardi.
0: Right. Oh, man. But I mean, they had to the people at UK had to have known. And I think knowing them a little bit, they really enjoyed it. Like I can just imagine them sitting up in their offices, like scrolling through Twitter, like, oh, got him. Like, (laughs) Uh look at all these things
1: that they want us to do that we're not going (laughs) to (laughs) do.
0: Oh, and as fans. It's, you know, it's frustrating because it just brings the whole uniform thing back to the forefront. Like it comes up I don't know. It feels like every six months we just get frustrated about the checkerboards all over again.
1: I don't think it would be so bad if maybe we had some alternates every now and then or something. Well, that's the point. Got the ability to just turn that out in like two seconds.
0: Yeah, I mean, and usually, in, you know, not the past three or four years, but before that, UK would sometimes get different uniforms for the postseason. Like that's happened several times. The women's team yesterday had pink uniforms. Oh, for breast cool. cancer awareness, which is very cool, yeah. But he, I mean, Nike was able to do that. Right. Can can we not do this and like
1: October? But
0: yeah. And the women's uniforms are awesome. Like that's a checkerboard I can I can sit with. They did like, stuff
1: all the time too. Remember, like even you know, when um when Jody Meeks went for fifty four and LeBron did the witness shirts that yeah. came out. Um, I have one of those, and um. You and got it said, from the
0: back of Billy Gillespie's closet, but or yes, whatever he, he,
1: he wouldn't let him wear. Him.
0: Sucks. Yeah. Oh man. Well. Yeah. What, anyway. a, what a
1: letdown, man.
0: Picnic and quick. You know. Go. Hope everyone go.
1: stayed off the internet today. Go cats. To here
0: um quickly before we get into i didn't even intend to do that ah. right. <laughs> but quickly before we get into our main topic for the evening uh how are you feeling about the cats they went 2-0 and last week beating lsu in baton rouge a game i was at yeah i um, want to hear all
1: about that trip um, yeah
0: it was a lot of fun and then on saturday they beat florida even yeah. though it, w- it was not pretty but no, a win we'll is a win look-
1: I think I started to get a little bit more encouraged um, with the Vanderbilt win, Uh, even though they stink. um, I think when we got, we were down at the half and then to see us finally kind of catch fire and then put on the gas and then put a team away um, is when I got hope that this team had the ability to maybe do something in March. Um, You know, I think that I, I, don't, I don't know. It's just something about that place, you know, being a weird place to play um, and and just not wanting to drop that game. I don't know. That, I think ever since then I've been a little bit more encouraged about this team. I still think that I'm going to be terrified. I mean, I'm going to be calling you and texting you before every tournament game because I'm going to be just totally freaking out that we could lose to anyone. But I really think that if Maxie um, – just just gets really hot at the right time or like quickly with these threes yeah. that it could be like the Kimball Walker UConn team. I mean like where, where there was really nothing spectacular about it. They just got hot at the right time. They gelled at the right time and they won six in a row. Actually that team won, they went from playing on the first day of the big East tournament went and won the biggest tournament and then won, you know, six in a row. So, um, I can see us doing it. I mean, I, but I also could just see us losing because they're all so close. I mean, yeah. I don't know. What do you think?
0: Well, my question to you was going to be, you said you felt a lot more comfortable after the Vanderbilt game when they were able to kind of blow somebody out. Right. But on the flip side, aren't you discouraged by the fact that they had a 15-point lead with five minutes to go at LSU and oh, then almost like lost? Watching,
1: I felt like I was watching North Carolina the last two games. I mean oh the, my And gosh. The, Florida, too, with the – with you know, uh, almost. I mean, we almost blew it there at the end with with giving the ball with the email. I mean, that did that not remind you of, of how Carolina's done that? I mean, I think they've done it like three times this year.
0: Well, I haven't watched as many Carolina games as you. Oh, gosh, but, but yeah, yes, yeah. But they, I do they remember. Have, they have been up. With,
1: yeah, the Duke game
0: with, was epically. Just yeah, but a that choke that job. wasn't
1: the only time The Notre Dame, there were they've been up, you know, and had the game in their grasp. Like it was, it's almost comical, or. or suspicious even you know how they've lost
0: yeah i i you if you're asking me how i feel about this team with let's see we're less than three weeks away from selection sunday right Mm -hmm. so in three weeks we're gonna have the bracket in our hands yeah i i think it's very promising that they've just won six straight because to win the tournament that's what you have to do yeah um within those six games they played some really good teams Um, they've won and even if it hasn't been pretty, they, I mean, they still have won, which I think is huge and quickly his importance to this team cannot be overstated. I mean, Mm -hmm. I remember meeting him last year during media day when he was a freshman and yeah, he was a great player coming in, but I didn't expect him, you know, a year and a half later to have this kind of success. Right. I mean, he's been incredible. And yeah. I think it can't happen to a better kid. He's yeah, got great, a great family. He's great got story. a great story. Yeah, you know, it, it's just so fun to watch. Um, and you know, Nick Richards, same thing. I think that there's a lot to love about this team. I just hope that fans are there. Yeah. You know, it doesn't really feel like it. Maybe it's because there isn't one superstar. You know, like John Wall.
1: Yeah. Or
0: I know. I, I think it's
1: just that we all know that they. I think Evansville is just. I mean, it's like, it's like if you have a glass of clear water and you put one little drop of food coloring in it or something. I think it's just. I think it's just gonna be possible to really get that back. You can't just undo that and undo that stain on the season. And um, until success in March, I think that to undo that, it's almost like. When we've had conversations in the back in the past of what it's going to take to kill the Wisconsin ghost, um, you know, it's like what what is it going to take to get us you kind know, of out of that out of that slump and kind of depression that we had, you know, for a while. And I think that we just really need to go on a good run. We've had the bracket open up for us um, two years ago, and then last year, um, you know, with with Auburn, um, you know, dropping the ball there. Um, it would be really cool for this particular team that you know what what a cool story um, for them. It would remind me of the um, you know Aaron Harrison team with South Carolina, but and we just need to to finish it. And there's really no reason why we why we can't. You know, I oh
0: mean, absolutely. I mean, I think you look at the Florida game. So if you think of the Big Four, <clears throat> excuse me, on this team that's Nick Richards, Ashton Hagen's Emmanuel Quickly, Tyrese Maxey. My allergies are killing me. Um, so, if you look at the Big Four, two of those players struggled against Florida, but Kentucky still won. Right. I think that's huge.
1: I agree. I agree. And I think, I mean, name a, name a team in America with a better backcourt, I mean, with than the three guys that we have. I think staying healthy, obviously, is going to be important. We, we've had a jinx, you know, the last few years um, around this time, um, you know, that that's hurt us. Um, actually, you know, several of Cal's teams have had a player get hurt around this time um, that's been. So I think, I think staying in good condition um, and, and staying healthy is going to be good. Um, You know, and I, and I think we're going to get a couple of good games in the tournament from Nate Sestina and, um, and, you know, maybe even uh, Johnny Juzang, um, you know, stepping up uh, in a couple of, a couple of big moments. I just hope that they have them. I just hope that we're playing enough games for, for for them to have that moment for us to have, you know, some bench support come in. I could just see us losing uh, literally any game.
0: Yeah, I mean, does the, the you mentioned injuries and fatigue and stuff. Does Ashton Hagen's worry you at all right now? The fact that he's got this thigh bruise and Kenny Payne today said he missed some time like a couple weeks ago with an issue. And that's why maybe he's a little p- far behind in conditioning. Like, are you worried know. about that?
1: There's so much stuff that I don't know that I feel like even like, I mean, you guys know more about it than I do just, you know, because of what you do. I I think that I, I, there's so much stuff that we like forget about. Like uh, I was thinking about myself when I was in college and, you know, I mean, it could be having like a girlfriend issue or something or like a heart <laughs> like a class stressing him out like this time. And I mean, I don't know. I mean, there's so much stuff that's like off the court too that. Right. Um, you know, I mean that these kids have pressure on them that, I mean, I, you know, coach Cal, I thought, you know, for all of his funny colloquialisms and everything, and all the little things that he says, and then Matt said he was tired of him hearing him over and over on the radio show this morning. But um, I thought one thing that he said in the post game the other day, and I was listening to that I that I thought was good was when he was talking about, you know, hitting those clutch free throws. And I think that that's one thing that does separate this team from any of Cal's other teams. Um, I mean, have you ever had more confidence that, you know, going at the line at the end of the game that we're going to make them, even though quickly did miss one the other day. Um, yeah. Um, I think, you know, that's gonna that's been a huge weakness of Cal Perry's teams, even going back to Memphis. And um, the fact that this team has is just so clutch um, going to the line with that poise I mean, Cal made that comment. He was like, if that was any of you guys, you guys would be peeing down your leg. And he's totally right about
0: that. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think Kentucky was 10 of 10 versus Florida down the line. Uh, I looked at, they always have a comparing the Calipari era table in the game notes. And it shows you every Calipari team to this point in the season and like the stats and how they compare. And this team is obviously the best free throw shooting team by far. I right. mean, I think last year's team is the only one that's even sort of close. I think that's huge. And I think it's really, really big when you look at somebody like Nick Richards, who, you know, if you don't know any better, really, it's like, oh, just go foul the big guy and make right. him go earn it at the line. He's, well, he's pretty good at the line.
1: So, yeah. well, that, I, mean, I was going to say Tyrese Maxey. I mean, the way yeah. that he can get to the rim um, and then even finish. Um, You know, but but I think a lot of teams, you know, and even some of our guards this year and especially last year were plagued with the fact that that we could get to the rim but then just couldn't finish. Well, if you get fouled and make your free throws, I mean, that's usually a lot of points that we, you know, kind of leave on the table um, when we miss our free throws. And even if you don't finish at the rim, if you get fouled and you make them both, it's just the same as making your layup. Right. Um, I mean, we don't have to be greedy and hope for the and one every single time. I mean, I think just even getting there, and then it's a, it's a double win because not only you know do you get two free free throw shots, but you also you know have a foul against the other team. And so I think that you know a lot of times we we criticize our guards for getting to the rim and not finishing, but if they're getting fouled and then they're converting, then it actually I'd almost rather them do that than make their layup.
0: Right, no, I agree. I mean, I think'
1: the other team. it's like a minus one two with the foul,
0: yeah, totally, um, so I went to Baton Rouge for the first time on Tuesday. We'll talk yeah. about that real quick. um, I mean, you all know what happened in the game. I thought Kentucky controlled it kind of from start to almost finish. I think the last three minutes may I guess you could say five minutes even. Were pretty scary like yeah uh, if, if that game had gone to overtime i don't know if kentucky would have won it uh but they did and it was huge um i've written about my trip on the site a couple times so you can read my thoughts there but just did briefly some behind the scenes yeah some behind the scenes um mr. Beads the hard way <laughs> no i did not so that no, was the mr. interesting TG. thing oh mr TG, no. he, had some beads, he had some beads too But that's the thing about Mardi Gras and Mardi Gras season that kind of surprised me is how family friendly it was. Like, that sounds weird.
1: That was my number one takeaway from every video that you posted was all the high school students. Oh, I know.
0: (laughs) And even younger, like people just bring their kids. So we went to the game in Baton Rouge on Tuesday. And then on Wednesday, two of our good friends from Nashville moved to New Orleans four years ago or something. And they have this great house in the Irish Channel, which is near the Garden District. So we went and stayed with them. And, you know, he, Craig, my friend, he's in a, a crew, so they say. So he, like, went and did the whole parade from afloat, threw beads out on Saturday.
1: Oh, wow. But
0: they took us to a parade on Wednesday. And it was one of the first big ones of the season. And I had no idea what to expect. I mean, we went out there. we I, would, walked. I mean, I would
1: expect Girls Gone Wild.
0: But it's not like that at all. I mean, was well, like on
1: Tuesday, or is it? Or was that just like? Was that just like some thing? That I don't happened, know. I like, mean,
0: it might depend we were on where the. <laughs> I'm sure that the ones in the French Quarter, and there are some that are in the French Quarter. The one we were in was in Uptown, so I think those are different. Um, and I'm sure that Mardi Gras, Mardi Gras party, you know, parades are a little crazier. But this one was; it was still really big. It was like a giant street party. It was right. awesome. You know, you looked go out it a
1: lot of fun, but like you said it was family friendly. I mean, that was tamed by like Myrtle Beach standards.
0: <laughs> I know. I mean, we we left at like 8 and went and got something to eat, but still people were out there with their kids, tailgating, like you yeah. you take your ladder we like the crazy stuff on Broadway. Yeah, exactly. Totally. <laughs> um so the the cute thing that I didn't know about before I really got to know about Mardi Gras was parents make ladders for their kids and on the top of the ladder they put like a basically built like a trough so your kid can either sit in it or stand in it and like if they catch stuff obviously it gives them a better vantage point to okay. see and to catch things but then they can just put it in the trough and like okay. it's like it like collects it and on the other end of the ladder is wheels so you can just wheel it from your house. Like it's so cool. Like I little stuff like that is super nerdy, but it impresses me. Yeah. Um cool. but we had a great time. I mean, again, it's New Orleans. Oh, so you can, food? oh, yeah. We had boudin balls, like I think every single day we were there. Yeah.
1: Um what was, yeah, your, what was your favorite place you ate?
0: Um, probably the Palace Cafe, which if you know New Orleans, it's on Canal Street, uh, right off of the French Quarter. And they have this dish called crab meat cheesecake, oh. which sounds disgusting, right? Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> if you look at it, it looks like a normal piece of cheesecake dessert, until yeah. <laughs> until you zoom in and you notice there are crab claws on it, and that that's okay. not chocolate sauce, that's gravy. Um, it, it's, it's not
1: a dessert dish.
0: No, it's an appetizer, yeah. oh, but really it's good. kind of like a Trumpoy kind of thing where it okay. looks like something that it's not. I mean, it, it's so good. You just that's have cool. to to go try it and take my word for you it.
1: Any bananas Foster?
0: No, I didn't do any bananas Foster. Okay,
1: that's my damn. yeah.
0: We, we we drank our desserts. I hear you. <laughs> uh, but it was fantastic. So happy Mardi Gras to everybody. I'm sure we'll put this podcast up in the morning. Um, are you all do you celebrate Mardi Gras at all, or is it just like oh, yeah, yay?
1: No, I'm I'm, uh, not really. I mean,
0: yeah. <laughs> Are you going to, like, does your work do anything cheesy, like decorate oh the break oh, room?
1: What an awkward party <laughs> that would be, too. You
0: know,
1: <laughs> Somebody could bring, like, a king
0: cake. <laughs> <laughs> now I think you have to go to work and do that. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'll bring beads and, and, and tell my coworkers to, to show me their spreadsheets and throw beads. Oh, my in. gosh. Yeah, I think that would be my last day at work.
0: i mean you could bring like a king cake that's a big thing
1: yeah that's true i don't don't know i'll probably get there and people everyone will decide to work home from home that day (laughs) so yeah no i don't think so
0: fair enough fair enough well if you go to new orleans sometime soon hit me up on twitter i'll give you some good recommendations i love that city um it's we've been I've been probably five or six times by now. And every time I go, I, I find something I like, you know, more and more. And it's just a really neat place. And if you go, for the love of God, get off of Bourbon Street, go do something more interesting because there are way cooler things about New Orleans than Bourbon Street.
1: Yeah, that's the, that's the truth. That's, yeah. that's definitely
0: the truth. So, as you just reminded me, it's time to give some love to our sponsor, did you know that in two weeks from to wait, let's see two weeks from Wednesday is the start of the SEC tournament?
1: That's crazy. <laughs> that I, really I bundled feel, really that transition,
0: didn't I? I was like, "Did you know that?"
1: Uh. <laughs> I, I, I really want to come and when it oh, man, you
0: should bring, bring it on. on.
1: Ah, ah. It's just it's tough. It's tough with, with us moving and everything right now.
0: Yeah, totally. So if you do want to come, there's still time to make plans. Okay. And if you want to get tickets, we have the perfect option for you. You you got to have a little bit of money, right. but it'll totally be worth it. We're partnering with Bridgestone Arena again this year to offer premium seating at the SEC tournament. And you all will be happy to hear that the promotion that we've been doing has gone so well that the thing that we really only have left to sell are sweets. Oh, wow. So, Okay. I know. I was I, the response has been great. I'm sure from people listening to this podcast and you know seeing the ads on KSR and that stuff. Um, so if you still want to get in on this and make it a you know a weekend you won't forget, we have suites available. And if you get tickets to the suite, you get tickets to every single game, every single session, including like the Wednesday night Vanderbilt versus Georgia. And but you'll make it fun because the suites come with. You know, all the booze you can drink, all the food you can eat. You get either 18 to 20 tickets per session for all seven sessions. And you get two parking passes per day, which is huge.
1: If you're going to um, be looking at Jerry Stackhouse's uh, turtleneck uh, with his uh, uh, little, what is it, pocket square? I mean, yeah. what better, what better place to view that from?
0: Well, exactly. And you'll do it from the comfort of your own little private area. Uh, my husband and I went down to a Predators game about a month ago and got to sit in one of these suites, and they're awesome. Like, you get your yeah. own bathroom. Like, there's a little food area, and they'll kind of set go. up food. It's really, really cool. So if you're interested in that, go to KSR. I'll put a link at the bottom of the podcast post, or you can go directly to BridgestoneArena.com slash SEC. So, you know, there's still time, Barney. You and Baby Bop just...
1: Uh, I know. You do it.
0: Yeah. Well, what, when are you all actually moving? Like um, you said, the closing sure.
1: date. Yeah, the closing date is still on our anniversary, which is March 12th. Exciting. So I so remember you giving me a hard time for getting the, Oh, I, to to I'd still give
0: you a hard time for that.
1: Yeah, I know. But but what's cool about it is that, you know, it's a good excuse to go on a trip um to the SSC tournament. Exactly. So. And get a suite exactly yeah but I mean, was, celebrate I mean, that yeah. anniversary there, there we go i like it yeah i mean i don't know maybe maybe so maybe she's got maybe she has maybe you guys have made secret plans we'll see
0: uh this is not like the guitar this okay not, well <laughs> this is not a secret deal like we. i'm have. hoping
1: i'm hoping that, 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 that that's gonna be hey we're going to
0: nashville <laughs> there's still time Two two-ish weeks. So Well,
1: you guys you guys scheme and then I'll act surprised.
0: Well, if if that doesn't end up happening, you might be watching Love is Blind because that's your new obsession. Yes. Oh, it's so
1: <laughs> bad and great. I mean it's it's horrible and it's as horrible as it is fantastic.
0: It's really bad. So so you guys know, when we were talking about this podcast, and even before then, you were texting me like Oh my God! You got to watch this show on Netflix. Yeah, Love Is yeah, Blind. Yeah. It is so good. And I was like, Oh God, here it's we go. It's so
1: bad that it's good, though. <laughs> I, I I was upfront about it's it's terribleness.
0: So the concept is pretty interesting. That's kind of what hooked me. It's how many people did they start with? Forty or something? I think they started
1: with around fifty people total. Yeah, twenty five. So twenty five girls,
0: twenty five guys. Yeah, and they split them up into separate living quarters, guys and girls. Right. And in the middle. Which is amazing
1: or- just to think of. I mean, think about yeah. the facilities that you would have to have, which I think is why I, when I was doing some background reading about, I've read all the stuff on the Internet about the show. But <laughs> one of the reasons they chose Atlanta, it wasn't like an intentional thing. It was that that was the only place where there was a um, studio big enough for them to, you know, easily separate the men from the women and then create these you know, pods, which I think you're about to explain.
0: Yeah, so there's basically meeting rooms with walls in between them. So you go into to your little room if you're a guy or a girl, and there's like a couch, and they, I'm sure they always give you booze because they want to make it, you know, more entertaining. And then yeah. there's like this marble, like glowing wall <laughs> on the on the other side of which is you know the person you're speed dating with, basically. Right. So,
1: so, so you don't see. It's basically it, it's like. Uh... It's like one of my favorite scenes in um the movie About Time. Have you ever seen About Time? No. It's really good. Actually, you know, after the podcast you should watch you and Mr. TT should watch it. It's a really good
0: We've got <laughs> uh, enough to watch with your recommendations lately. Well, oh, this
1: is a movie, but it's got it's got okay. no it's got Nopa Girl, uh, and um and the redhead guy from Star Wars, the bad guy.
0: Mm, I don't know who that is.
1: But he's like the general dude. You you're watching okay. the new Star Wars movies?
0: I have, but I don't really pay attention okay well
1: anyway he's the he's the main guy um and and and, and um and the guy Billy Mack from Love actually is his dad,
0: oh god, I do like but, him yes yeah,
1: it's, it's really fun it's a cute movie it, it's it's not supposed to be taken seriously, but anyway the the place where they meet on their date is this restaurant that actually used to be a real place, and it was um it was in London, and you you go in and it's totally dark, and so you you sit down with someone that you don't know, and it's like but it's like a date, but you sit down with them and it's and and you can't see them yeah you can't, you can't see your food like you so you so there's like one thing there's like an element where the the food they serve you is a surprise, so you have to try to kind of guess what it is and, you, and you're trying to like find the fork and stumbling about over it, but anyway, the idea is that it like heightens your senses of um, taste and and everything when you can't when you can't see um, and everything else is heightened. So it's kind of like you listen better and you you taste the food 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 tastes better. But the idea is that you don't like see this person. And then what what happen is at, at the end of the night, you know, you would both give your contact information to the uh, maitre D, and that if both parties were interested in. Um, and getting to know each other afterwards then they would share that
0: information that's a civilized way to do it
1: it is a civilized way to do it and it was kind of and it's also kind of cool because of the culinary aspect of it as well well so yeah I well
0: thought, this is like five times as corny as that
1: exactly yes the premise is interesting in that you know you're you're talking to someone without seeing them which is where i think
0: not even their silhouette I think that exactly. that that's important. You don't
1: see anything about them. So yeah. so anyway, if if you haven't watched it, you should go. You should stop the podcast now, and go watch it because it's about to be spoiler tastic. After yeah, we're here. getting
0: into spoilers.
1: Yeah, so so it's really interesting. It's it's hilarious. It's so bad, but it's also really really funny. Um, I think it's better than The Bachelor or The Bachelorette because instead of there being one girl and a hundred guys or one guy and a hundred girls, there's, you know, a bunch of guys and a bunch of girls. And so you also kind of have the, you have the great like jealousy factor that you do in the bachelor and the bachelorette, but that you also, you know, have the dynamic of, you know, they're all, they're all able to kind of come back and talk about, Oh, what did you think of this person? Because they're all dating the same people.
0: Yeah. And I think, so the premise is obviously you, you date, you get to know this person when you can't see them, and then they want you to get married. So right. you you but have the choice.
1: It wasn't there wasn't a there wasn't like a main it wasn't like no. a bachelor that you had to get married.
0: But if you want to marry this person, you have to propose to them before you see them in person. Correct. Right. So, and then,
1: and then if you propose, then you do have to get married. So if, if right. so basically you you don't have to propose. There, there's no forced anything. But if you start to fall for somebody, then, you know, and you do propose, then you have to get married in one month.
0: And you can, you get to see each other. Once you propose, you have to do it, obviously, in the little pods. But then you get to see each other for the first time.
1: And you can turn down the proposal then. I mean, like, you could turn it down right then and there and run. I mean, that would be rude, but.
0: And from there, the show goes to once everybody's proposed, if they're going to. And yeah. met each other. They go to Mexico for like a week or three right. days. Well, I, yeah, we're getting
1: into spoilers now. I hope everyone's turned it off. But yeah, yeah. Well,
0: I mean, that's not a spoiler.
1: Well, yeah. Because well, I
0: think they introduced that in the first thing. It's oh, like, they, you know, okay,
1: okay, right, here's yeah. the
0: thing. It's like, you know, you're gonna go through this process and Nicholas Lachey and his <coughs> wife hosted, right, which, which is
1: like you show up and say that and then like go I to know. Mexico and just be like, Hey guys, what's up? I mean like they <laughs> <laughs> it's so pointless for them to even be in it at all. I know.
0: So anyway, and then the the couples go to Mexico, and then they go back to Atlanta, and like, you know, kind of go back to quote unquote normal life, and then right. get married. If they do, yeah. if they get married, we right, haven't gotten right. to that they part. Enjoy, you
1: know, they have to meet their families. So yeah, so it's right. like meet their friends and families. Yeah, and so it's it's kind of like all of the elements of the Bachelor, but 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 like crunched into a month.
0: Yeah, and I'll say this. I, I do not like dating shows. I, me either. Me I either. think they're stupid. I I cannot watch The Bachelor. I have not I have, watched I tried. I've never
1: watched a full season. I always just watch the first episode where and laugh at the crazy uh, men and women and then
0: turn it off. Yeah, like I even try, because you know everybody's into The Bachelor now. It's like very trendy. I was like, okay, maybe this will be the year. No, I made it yeah, through like I, a half an episode. I mean, and I'm like, I hate all of these people. And mm-hmm. I will say this show trends towards towards that sometimes and i find myself like drifting away but it comes back because of the drama
1: yeah like, and they're, they're so like... crazy and, and the oh, concept yeah. is just so crazy
0: yeah it is it is crazy All um right, so, so, general, so general yeah
1: general thoughts that you have okay so 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 start it now if you haven't watched it now, because we're going to talk about spoilers what generally like about the show I, i'll start off cuz i'll kind of give you an idea of where i'm going with this one of my one of my general thoughts about the show is that i think they really missed the boat because all the contestants are really attractive yes so so i think they really missed an opportunity because if they're really if the issue is like love is blind then they should have put some uggos in there um maybe somebody with hepatitis somebody with like six (laughs) eyes um you know like three arms or something um
0: would that have crossed the line that too much? Because I've talked to my I mean, friends long, about it
1: Like a disability, I think it'll be fine. I think it's as like, long, as long as you steered away from like a disability, but I think you could have somebody with like, you know, like uh, Fred Savage on also Power of the mole, you know, mole, mole, <laughs> or it's like something where it's like, is love truly blind? But then I think that you're going to obviously have the situation like is, is happening anyway with just them naturally not being attracted to that person and then it falling apart. So I think it would be, it would make, it would, it would make someone look really superficial to then turn down the proposal after they said yes, when they saw the mole mole or something.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, I think when I've talked about it with my friends who haven't seen it yet, they're like, Oh, well, is there somebody who's like in a wheelchair? I'm
1: yeah. Like, no. That would be a- I mean,
0: that would be a little too far, I think. But at the
1: same time, I mean, it's it would it would be a good thing for the experiment. I mean, if there yeah. is, yeah. I mean,
0: maybe that's like season two. They start pushing the limits.
1: Yeah, and I, th- I mean, that's what you would kind of have to do. But here's here's one thing that I found fascinating. I think I shared with this with you the other day when I was doing some reading about it. Is that the show was was way more successful than they thought, and not in terms of ratings. That what what was more successful than they thought was that the experiment itself. So like we said, they started off with like fifty couples and we only really follow I think was five, is there five Lauren, yeah. Cameron, Jessica Mar, Amber Barnett, Kelly and Kenny, Damian and Jeanini and, and then Well Diamond yeah, and Carlton. Yeah, there's five. Were, yeah. So so um so there, there's six, but Diamond and Carlton aren't around anymore. So um yeah. Thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> ooh, um but um yeah, so so I think what was crazy about it was is that what what I read and this was this guy Rory that was the the um he was he was the one that you saw in some of the scenes with them when the men's pod was like the little counselor guy who was giving everyone advice. Um,
0: oh that's who that was okay
1: yeah so yeah. he actually matched with someone as well and um, proposed and she said yes and then proposed in person and she said yes but they basically were like they took the storylines they thought would be the most interesting and he got cut and he said that there were uh, four other couples besides him that matched. So if I if I remember correctly from what I was reading, I think that there were a total of actually either 10 or 11 matches and that they they just they re- the producers only planned for one or two couples to match. They thought there was no way that that people were going to be crazy enough to propose to somebody without even seeing them. Maybe but out of 50 maybe you know just get one or two. Well, they completely underestimated it. And that there was actually, it was way more um, popular in that, and that, and that some of the couples he said are still together, which is crazy. Yeah. The show didn't even follow them. They basically I mean, just I, I, said, you know, hey, congratulations, you know, good luck with your life.
0: <laughs> well, they're probably still together because they didn't have to go through like the made-for-television drama. And-
1: yeah, well, that's true, and have the cameras following them and stuff. I mean, there's right. all that that goes with that. I also found interesting, this was filmed in 2018, so everything if you follow the timeline of it, then the pods took place, it was over ten days in October ish. And then then uh the marriages would have been toward the end of October, early November of twenty eighteen, which is amazing to me that they've been able to keep all this secret on social media since then.
0: Oh started. yeah. So we had a a Twitter user write in with a question about that. Big Blue Theory writes it wrapped filming in October 2018. How hard would it be to keep everything a secret for 16 months? It would be impossible. hard,
1: yeah. I and mean, some people insane. have
0: not done a good job of that. Like, no, I, I mean, <laughs> if you even just Google "Love Is Blind," right? You'll get like 10. The whole front page of Google will be like, "Who's still together?" Blah blah blah. It's, right. And I mean, if you just look on their Instagrams, you can kind of tell.
1: You can kind of tell, but you also kind of can't. I think. Well, we'll talk about it in a second, but yeah, uh, some of them, it's there. There's some signs that point one way or the other, but it, things that are easily faked. I think for the most part, you know, they've taken selfies and stuff and done a pretty good job. But some of them, I think, geotags were in the same place as some of the others. The people that have done like super duper stalking. Uh, yeah. Which I did not do. I, I, <laughs> yes, she I did. Just, just go ahead and put that out there right now. <laughs> Would
0: you use the this word is geotags, not, oh this is boy, not
1: a, this is not an Alex Mack situation here. <laughs> um, this, this, I was reading about the stalkers. I did not do the stalking. So, um, so what, we what we are go? the general thoughts about the show? Do you have? Um, but I, um, I thought we were we were laughing about Nick, Nick Lachey. I loved it, his intro where he's. Or his wife says, Hi, I'm Vanessa Lachey or whatever, and then he's like, and I'm Nick Lachey, of course. Like
0: <laughs> they're like, both so like what? they're like, very devoid of personality and very wooden. I mean, it's it's I like, let's it. just put two cardboard cutouts up here and, and and I remember when weren't they on their promo tour for this? Like when Jessica Simpson was coming out with her book and there was that awkward moment on the Today show where Nick and
1: Simpson's yeah, book, and she trashed my guy John Mayer too. That was sooner than But
0: I memory. mean, I, I just thought it was interesting because they're clearly on the Today Show to promote this show. Oh, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, Hoda or right. who, who had a copy yeah, is yeah. on there, and she <laughs> asked about like Jen Jessica Simpson's new book. She said that you sent her a She's gift, like, and, and Vanessa was like, What? we did not send her okay anyways um they're they're lame but whatever they're only on there
1: 24 year old but doesn't even know who nick lachey is
0: (laughs) (laughs) so true
1: he's like nick lachey of course and he's like who um
0: like i said earlier it's the concept is fascinating yeah um it does skew a little too much towards romantic dating shows sometimes like yeah like especially when they go to Mexico, it's like ooh, let's zoom in on them in their bikinis in their oh, yeah, yeah. In the and their swim And there's literally truck. like two minutes where they just film these two people washing each other off, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, the outdoor shower.
1: Uh, yeah, this is <laughs> Kelly and Kitty, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. and they zoomed it. They zoomed it. It was like gratuitous <laughs> butt shot of like him, like you know, spraying off Kelly's butt. Yeah, I know exactly <laughs> what you're
0: talking
1: about. We but laughed that- at that too.
0: That's just too much. And like no, well, like, just the,
1: the I mean, like when it's like, ooh, the candlelight. I mean, do you guys? I mean, we just look at each other and laugh our butts off the entire time. <laughs> oh, like so. The commentary during the show. I have one more comment of just about, and I was going to ask your opinion on this too. Okay. I found the way that people behaved in the party really fascinating. How, how, like some people dressed up. I mean, I would not be dressing up in the no. pod.
0: They're not dressing like, <laughs> up for the pod. They're dressing up to be on television.
1: Well, and and, and that's what I was going to ask you. I also thought it was really interesting how some people like sat in the sofa, but then other people like sat like on the floor, crisscross applesauce, or they like, you know, were like would like lay on their back and talk and stuff. And I thought that was really interesting, like just the different postures and the different ways that people behaved in the pods.
0: Well, they're in there for so long. Yeah, it's well, not, not at just. First.
1: So they said at first that it was like speed dating. So it was like there was five or 10 minutes. And then what they did was they, the way that they eliminated a lot of those initial people that we never saw in the show was they took everyone's top list of people that they found the most interesting. And then they cross referenced them and that's how they decided who to, who to keep on the show. So they basically, you know, if, if, if half of the group were, were not interesting to other people, they just kicked them out. And then that's, And then after that, since the men and the women weren't able to communicate with each other outside of the pods, they had to go through a proxy or like an intermediary to to, um, schedule the appointments. But that some of them went way late into the night. So you're exactly right. Once it got further along in the pods, and keep in mind, this is only like, was it like a week or was it 10 days or something like that? They were in the pods.
0: I think it was 10 days, yeah.
1: Yeah. So as, as the time progressed, so they were in the pods more and more. Like if you were interested in, let's say like Mr. T.T., and you wanted to like spend more time with him, then you could you know try to make an appointment with him through someone else, and that you guys could have a set time to talk for like an hour. But then what would end up happening was was that you guys would would be in the pod for like five hours talking, and they had the cameras to roll. See, that's another reason why you know you think about how it was crazy it was filmed in twenty eighteen. Think about all the ridiculous B roll they had to have.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I, mean,
1: there was, there was I... so much stuff.
0: Yeah, I and it's just I don't know. It's crazy to me. I it for the most part, from what we've seen, it was successful to the point of these people proposed and without even
1: seeing somebody.
0: Yeah, which is crazy. The
1: L bomb. I mean, like, like I mean, I think part of it just
0: makes you crazy being in there. It has to just make you crazy. You're you're not on. You you're disconnected from the world. You can't watch television. You it. can't have your phone. It. You can't be on the computer. It's
1: like nothing. It's like going to camp, and you're stuck there at camp. With, with if you, you know, if you ever worked at a camp, everybody always ends up dating each other. That's on the camp counselor team because there's nothing get,
0: else to do. Well, you're
1: in the <laughs> bubble, and so like you know, the first day you're like, man, there's no hot girls here. And then like by like week three, you're like, man, you know, she's looking kind of better. You know, and it's yeah, I'm with you. It's, it's they 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 were in the bubble. There was definitely some some effects of that. They also had these little props that I thought was funny. Like Rory was talking about how they had them like paint a picture of what the person looked like. They oh,
0: that's was, so silly.
1: Yeah. He was like, I hope that no one sees that painting.
0: That's
1: why, that's all why Mark was stupid, is walking around with that stupid Taylor gig bag everywhere. Oh because my gosh. He's got that guitar with him. And then ben, um, Barnett had, that little ukulele because they were, they made them like do little cheesy things in the All right, we gotta go through pod. couple
0: by couple. We gotta go through. Okay.
1: Okay, all right, all right. So, Lauren and Cameron.
0: I like them. They're my favorite.
1: America's pulling for them. I mean, they're yeah. America's darlings.
0: She's black, he's white, he's a scientist. I love how, white, I love how Cameron scientist.
1: tackled the pods like it was a science project. Like, well, he yeah, he came in there. He was ready to marry somebody. He was like, "I am, I am going to systematically eliminate people that I do not like." Yeah, it was great. So
0: they were the first to get engaged. Uh, I thought yeah. they were super cute. Um, I yeah. thought, you know, they make it up to be that her dad has like a big problem with interracial marriage and right. wants to preserve black you know Which relationships ended up playing
1: out <laughs>
0: right. But um, yeah, he was
1: pretty intense.
0: Yeah, but I did. I thought. I thought they played it up a little too much. Like I get so. that it's the drama. Like I thought he, but Cameron had the perfect response to her dad's concerns. He did. Like when they when they met, he's he so calm. Yeah, but is he a little? Okay, is there something slightly creepy about him? Like the fact that I, he has okay. this perfect three bed, two two bathroom townhouse that's I like think, I think so empty that bit. he didn't even have sheets on his master bed. I'm like
1: I'm with you. I'm with you, yes. I think, okay. that, there's, I think that Cameron was ve- was very, very serious about this experiment. Yeah, And I think that he went into it you know, I think that he maybe asked Lauren some questions that weren't so direct as that one guy that was like, you sound black. It um, <laughs> <she>
0: was
1: so <laughs> bad. I Diamond,
0: dude, is funny. a stripper name.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But Lauren, remember when Lauren came back, she was like, I'm actually not black, I'm white. And he was like, really? <laughs> like no Um, but I think that Cameron maybe from some of the questions that he asked Lauren or some of the things I think he had an idea that she was African-American and I think that she just genuinely surprised
0: yeah I so I really liked when she met or he when he met her mom (laughs) yeah and he started to do the rapping rapping? oh Oh my my god God. first of all I I was like cringing and dying but It was kind of impressive. Like, could you and do better Lauren than that? In the background,
1: yes, but Lauren was in the background. <laughs> no,
0: you could like, not. You could not really do better it. than that. Just acapella.
1: I mean, yes, I could, man. I'm, I'm, All right, well, let's boring, hear it. Come yeah, on.
0: I mean,
1: what am I going to rap about? Love is I don't blind?
0: know. I mean, I'm putting you on the spot. You, you think you're, you could do so much better.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the guy named Stewart's first name, Rod. I mean, man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay Dick Vitale <laughs> <Let's... laughs>
1: uh, Amber thinks she's got a nice vibe, but she's got a bunch of tattoos on her sides <laughs> that was that
0: was not better than his uh, <laughs> I would say I'm certain uh, but I will uh, say
1: Cameron's that rap. Cameron's rap. the best part about Cameron's rap was Lauren in the background like yeah yeah that's my man yeah <laughs> like she was all like not my hot white scientist. All yeah, he's exactly. yeah, he's got rhythm he's got so alright um, so their chemistry in person, though, you Lauren is not all about it. Like no,
0: yeah, she's.
1: I wish there was. Go ahead. Yeah, I th- I think I was gonna say I think I wish there was a girl that was more into it than the guy. The only one that is is Amber. Amber's no, the only one that's more into the guy than the guy is to her.
0: Oh, do we want to like, talk about them next?
1: We can, but I was just saying I I wish that I wish that that wasn't the case with every single couple. But I feel like every single couple, it's the girl that's hesitant yeah a guy who's all in 150 percent um and and with this couple is no exception i mean lauren lauren is is really nervous about cameron i think that she likes him i think that she wants to date him but i i'm a little bit nervous about whether or not she's going to actually say yes and get married to him
0: yeah when she's talking to her friends about him it's almost like she's trying to get out of it right like, I, and i get yeah. that she and wants cameron, to yeah, I get that she wants to preserve her you know independence and all that. and she wants her own space. Right. I understand that. but it, I don't know. It, i if we had to do what's for each couple on a scale of one to ten, will they end up getting married? What would you say?' I'm, for gonna,
1: them? I'm gonna say an eight for them, but I'm a little bit swayed just because in the Instagram pictures that Lauren posted, there's a couple of spots where people have said that it looks exactly like Cameron's house and they've like matched it up with scenes from the show that it looks like one of the selfies that she took was in Cameron's house and it was like only like six months ago. Mm. Um, and then in also one of the pictures where they were geotagging the same place, you think you can see Lauren's reflection in Cameron's sunglasses. So mm. I'm going to say an eight just because of that. If you hadn't, if I didn't have that ex- extra information, I think it's was 50 50 because not because of Cameron, but because of Lauren.
0: I was going to say a six. Okay. I think she is having cold feet, but yeah. I think she'll end up going through with it.
1: Okay. So. All right. So Amber and Barnett. Oh. All right. As, as a woman, I have to ask you, why. what was it that all the ladies saw in his bland, <laughs> dumb, herb They joke? thought
0: they could fix him. I mean that's but, that's but it. But in the
1: pods, what was it that I mean obviously I guess he's a good-looking guy but like you can't tell that in the pods. Like what was it that made all the women fight over him?
0: I think it's because he seems so disinterested. Like I it, I think it's when uh, you're going uh, that after aloof
1: guy. Okay.
0: like yeah, just you know, the best way to get him to go after you is pretend you don't like him kind of thing. Okay. Also, I think there's a, a certain amount of people think they can fix him. You know, like okay. girls are like, well, if he yeah, was with like me, a yeah. yeah. If he was with me, he would be successful. If he was with me, blah 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 blah. I you think find it's him definitely what Jessica's. It at all? Um, I think he's handled this situation with Amber and Jessica well. He didn't I mean, handle it true. well at first.
1: Yeah, like especially he,
0: with L3. Yeah, he messed that up, but I think he handled since jessica has gone messica and is totally insane <laughs> oh, like yeah. when she was going off you know like you know confessing to him at his bachelor party he- not bachelor party his happy birthday party you know going yeah. on and on about how much she liked him and you know how and does he have
1: what he said basically what he said was jessica if you're the last person on earth then i would propose to you <laughs> and she, that's what he said he was like if this right. was an experiment and if there were no other girls then i could definitely see myself i mean that's basically
0: right again i think that's why she liked him but
1: yeah she heard what she wanted to hear
0: yeah i think that he has handled this situation better than i thought i'll say the same thing for amber i think amber is batshit crazy like i she oh, terrifies me the she... only thing i
1: like about amber is her authentic snort <laughs> oh yeah that's true
0: she is insane, but yes, absolutely. in the last couple episodes, I found myself liking her more just because I think she's handling this whole situation more maturely than Jessica, who is like yeah. 10 years older than her. Yes. Or something. I
1: really liked, I really liked, um, Amber and, and Barnett's families.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I thought they were sweet. Like I thought that was um, genuine. Although Barnett's family is so skeptical. They do not oh, want this totally. to happen. Oh, totally. But
1: they seem like they seem like nice people. In yeah. That one, yeah. Her, his like brother or something was like not about it. And her. But you dad, know what? I would be too.
0: Him. Like if oh, yeah, if it was sure. my sister or brother, and they brought this random person home, and like it, you know, yeah. Amber's a beautiful girl. Okay, I've got to about
1: Amber. Um, seven hundred dollars in makeup debt. But I've seen women on Twitter saying that when you look at the type of makeup she wears, that it really is like thirty-five bucks.
0: No, I have no idea. Do you have any
1: comment on that?
0: No. I, I think okay. she is crazy.
1: How does she have no job, debt, no desire to work? Because she's crazy. $100 on a makeup card, and then she's just like, yeah, you know, I just kind of work when I need to.
0: Well, I looked on her Instagram, and it looks like Monica. she does a lot of modeling.
1: Okay. all right. So
0: she probably gets by doing, like, modeling gigs. I I, I have no idea what she does.
1: Um,
0: yeah. So if you had to do one to 10, are they going to make it? I think they'll get
1: married. I don't know if they'll stay together.
0: Yeah. I'm going to put it at a seven. uh,
1: Yeah. I would say, I would say, yeah, I would say eight.
0: Okay. All right. So the only way
1: that's not going to work is if Barnett, if Barnett uh, runs.
0: Yeah, so we can't talk about them without talking about... Do we want to save Jessica and Mark for last, or do you yeah, want to go ahead? No, we
1: go ahead and do Messica now. Oh my uh,
0: gosh, she is awful. Like, I started yeah, out, and, he, and she was one of my favorites, because, like you know, she was in her mid-30s, and, you know, she right. seemed like she had what her stuff think? together. Is she
1: actually in her mid-30s? Because her ass looks like she's about 45.
0: Okay, I was doing some reading, and was it you who sent me the thing that she's, like, actually 45?
1: no i I was joking
0: okay (laughs) you're serious and i was like well she might be (laughs) no
1: because she looks like she is and um i think that's why she's so like up about the age thing her face every time someone doesn't care about the age is so great
0: (laughs) they don't do her any favors with the lighting either like
1: no, not they don't do it. How about feeding wine to her dog?
0: Oh my god, that was on my list. So I made notes with each okay. couple. Number one, Jessica gives wh- her dog wine out of her own wine glass. Who does that?
1: Yeah. First of all,
0: <laughs> that is not healthy for an animal.
1: Second no, of all,
0: okay. that is not healthy for you. Yeah. Okay, I'm not. I'm not here to talk about people's drinking habits. You know, I, I enjoy wine and beer as much as the next person. Okay.
1: Oh, Mexico She Loves some wine.
0: Every single shot. She's they're drinking. Yeah, like and, and, and
1: things. And she's not a good drunk. She she. No, she's a terrible happen drunk. Happen when she gets drunk.
0: So they were at I guess it was Barnett's birthday party, and they come back, and this is when she was so drunk that like she just was white girl wasted. They yeah. he basically had to drag her back to their apartment, and then she, they show them having this like talk or whatever. And they, they there's still wine open, like they had just opened another bottle of wine, and she's (laughs) like laying there. Yeah,
1: yeah. told Mark, that she thought Barnett was hot.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I said I just wrote down he should have dumped her when she was drunk and said Barnett Barnett was so hot.
1: Here's the thing about Mark. Here's (sighs) the thing about Mark. And I've been in a relationship like this where the where you he only hear what you want to hear. Yeah, like a person is either verbally abusive or. Or even like physically abusive relationships. I think the person, a lot of times, you like, like the perfect example is Jessica with the ring. How she like takes off the ring. Well, that you ought to just that ought to be your sign right there, killer. You're in Mexico and she's like, you know, I just don't really feel like I can wear this ring. (laughs)
0: Right.
1: Okay. All right. Well, and then what Mark focuses on though is that the next day she decides to put it back on. And so he chooses to focus on the fact that Jessica put the ring back on. So maybe that means that she's, you know, coming around. And not the fact that she took it off to begin with. <laughs>
0: she just wanted to save face in front of everybody else. She like, just
1: wanted to, to keep on the show, man. I mean, yeah. she, she's crazy. And, so if and, you
0: all are just listening to this for fun and you don't really want to watch the show, which, you know, kudos to you for sticking with us through the last, like, 28 minutes. But um, so <laughs> Jessica is claims to be 34. Mark is twenty four, yeah, and that is right. a big damn deal to her, not to anybody but, but else,
1: but not to Barnett because, but but then Barnett's like twenty seven, and I know,
0: totally deal with that. I know, yeah. Which it should be, I mean, numero uno for him to just be like, okay, I'm done with this. Like, it, there have been so many warning signs for him, and the fact yeah. that he has not gotten out of this yet is, it's, I guess, it, I don't know, I don't even know what to say about it.
1: Messica Sorry. at the Bachelorette needs to that episode needs to win an Emmy. Because <laughs> I don't think I've ever laughed so hard. Um I put a note on here. One some somebody on Twitter said that she only kissed Amber at the Bachelorette so she could taste Barnett. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a I have a question about Jessica. We never saw her family. What's up with that?
0: Yeah, I get that's true. We, Matt pointed that out to me. Quick, uh, quick we saw her badass house. Trivia.
1: Yeah. Love is blind trivia. There was only one other person we didn't see their family. Cameron. Remember who it was?
0: We didn't no. see Cameron's we family, right?
1: Yeah, I, I think, think we so. saw
0: Lauren's family. I don't remember seeing Cameron's, but Oh you I know what you're
1: like. right. I think you're right. Yeah, we didn't see Damien's family either. Because remember they were gonna go see him G well, and we were like, I will get
0: into this but because like, that's I now. think Damien's actually like a psycho person, like
1: a serial. Oh character. totally. Oh yeah, I, I, that, those are my exact notes Okay, good, alright, we're on the same page So right, I have so one Jessica more note Mark. about Mark Okay uh,
0: He looks like Latino Reed Travis Like his Ooh, eyes bug a out call. a little bit Yeah, I, well, we yeah, came I, up with that last Libra,
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly Yeah, He definitely looks like a lemur So,
0: um, one out of ten Can we uh, go negative
1: ten? <laughs> one of my favorite Jessica quotes Was that Mark was too emotionally available And so that was a red flag <laughs> <That's> <laughs>
0: She's oh, she's such a mess. And you know yeah. it's bad when the drag queen is calling you out for being drunk, like right. at the okay. Bachelorette. Okay. And,
1: and then did I miss when they had sex? Because like, then all of a sudden, like, they no, were, like, I
0: think she lied. I think I, I think that was. But a no, lie. he
1: said it too. So do you think they both lied?
0: <sighs> Maybe or not.
1: Showed on the show because they showed him. and He was like, yeah, you know, she starts. She really came around, and then all of a sudden, you know, we kind of finally physically connected, and blah 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 blah.
0: Mm, it was probably like desperation. Her just, well, maybe if it's good, then I'll put the ring back on or something. <laughs> I don't okay, know. Okay, all
1: right. So I'm going to give him a four.
0: You're giving them a four? I'm giving him like a two.
1: Well, so, just because it seems like they're kind of coming around here at the end.
0: Oh, whatever. She's crazy. If he has any sense, he will run.
1: That's, that's But he doesn't. Not, he doesn't have any sense. No, he I doesn't know. have sense. I think he's, he's okay, all about so her. And, you,
0: you say four, I say two. Um, okay. Um right. do you want all to right. go to Kelly and Kenny or Gianina and Damien
1: let's do Kelly and Kenny
0: they're by far the most normal people on this show
1: right they are except for when and the most said, boring. do you want to count shoulders and then went one two three <laughs> four and put <laughs> his arm around <laughs> <laughs> the lamest thing I've ever seen <laughs> on TV in my life that was straight up out of like middle school and oh. I laughed out loud because it was because their chemistry was so bad and it was so awkward and it was, <laughs> and it was so palpable that Kelly wanted to have nothing to do with Kenny that he had to pull out. Do you want to count shoulders <laughs> so to, to touch his fiance for the first time?
0: Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, they were the ones who the TV camera showed them like washing each other's, you know, <laughs> the sand off each other's bodies yeah. for like two like, straight minutes.
1: Like, come on, man. That yeah. They are
0: different. headed. So I think, I, I thought at first they were going to make it. I was like, oh, yeah, they too. seem normal, whatever. At the, end of
1: the bachelorette party, Kelly kind of drops them.
0: Off. They're headed towards the friend zone, or she is about well, to but, friend zone him.
1: Exactly. She said, he gives me that best friend vibe.
0: Yeah. Which came out of
1: nowhere at the bachelorette party, and I was like, "Man, you know," and and that's when Baby Bob spoke out of wisdom and said, "You're supposed to marry your best friend." No, it's true, man. It is I mean, true. It is totally
0: of, true. You but you don't bring that right. up at the bachelorette party, like that's exactly. That's I mean, parties were like, oh, it,
1: didn't really like him.
0: Yeah, I, I'm it, still putting right. them at a seven out of ten.
1: I, I'm going to actually have them the same as Jessica and Mark. I think there are four. Okay. I'd like for them to be a seven because, like, I completely agree with you and everything you said. They're by far the most normal. Um, they're the most boring, but they also, I feel like that had they had that physical connection, and maybe they still will, they seem to really connect well. They seem to really mesh well. They're both into fitness. Like, they're, they just, they, they have a lot of things in common. Um, and they seem to have good chemistry, just maybe yeah. not. So, the <laughs> oh my god, oh my
0: god, she is awful. They're both awful.
1: You think she's awful? I, I think hate her. Is, I think that she is really self aware, which I appreciate because most people on the show are not. And she, she seems to really diagnose her issues. She's clearly been to therapy before, um, just because of the language that she uses. Like, she keeps talking about like self sabotage and things like that that people don't make up unless someone's told them about that. But, like, she she like she seems to 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 do a really good job of saying how she feels and summarizing things but at the same time she does really get on my nerves
0: yeah i I don't like her i think she's crazy um i like
1: her better than i think she's my favorite of all the girls but only just because i think she really just kind of gets it and i think she really wants this experiment to work like she seems to be a genuine person and i think she Really wants this thing to work, but it, I, I, it ain't working, and I think she's realizing it.
0: I think the thing I hate most about her is when she uses that like breathy, like voice, like the oh, sultry yeah. voice when she's talking about, talking about normal every, everyday things. So, I also like,
1: think it's annoying how she like can forget the bad things really easily. Like, yeah. I mean, she, had, I mean, she had that conversation that was a really serious conversation with Damien, but he wouldn't even get out of bed. Like he wasn't even. Like, <laughs> like, he wouldn't even come and look at her in the face. And then all he has to do is take her in a helicopter, and she's just like, "I've got the butterflies."
0: <laughs> stupid butterflies. I was, that
1: was so dumb.
0: I, she is just a typical. I, to me, it's like stereotypical reality dating show contestant. Like she's, she's really
1: sad that she's going to end up dead because of Damien.
0: <laughs> I know Damien. So he confessed that he had to either quit his job or take leave from his job to do this show. And then right. he doesn't know if he's going to be able to get his job back when it's over. So, his are all of his totally insecurities... Of yeah, are all of his insecurities based on that? Or is it he's a psycho serial killer?
1: His eyes are dead. Oh, his oh he's, whole he's scary. Is his eyes. Oh, he's totally scary.
0: Yeah, like, most yeah. of these people I can find something I relate to in them, like... You know, Kelly had the weight loss thing. I think that's sweet. She's you know nice person. Amber's insane, but I think she has a good heart. Jessica is clearly just totally effed up. Right. You know, I I, you can find something you like about most of these. Yeah, there's
1: something endearing about all of them except for Damien. I think that's except for him. That's a really good point. Except yeah, unless the unless the thing about his family is a sad story. Why they're not? You know, I don't know what the deal is. Right. Um, I, I have the least amount of sympathy for him. I think my favorite um, Love is Blind moment actually came from Damien. Oh, gosh. Um, when he's in the pods and he's crying and he's ready to propose to her. And then he goes, I need to ask you, what was your full name again? <laughs> That's my favorite thing about the that, that that in itself sums up the <laughs> yeah. insanity of Love is Blind. Is that he is ready to propose, right? And he is like, and tell me, what's your full name again? I know Oh my god, he's before. insane! Yeah. So and they the fact showed that she don't know her name is is enough to tell you it's probably not time, Amy.
0: Right, and so they showed them, you know, her walking towards the altar at the end of the the episode that came out last week, right? Right. So, She's and it shows fine. him he is freaking the F out. Oh my Please gosh. I thought he was going to yeah, have I, a oh, panic attack.
1: I said, I think that the women are going to, if the women are going to back out, it's going to be before they get down the aisle. Oh yeah. I Gigi's
0: think, all in. I, I think Gigi's in.
1: Right. I think that any of the men that are going to back out, it's going to be right there in the moment because I think that for, and that's just, I mean, and I, and I know this is kind of a stereotype and, and wrong, but like, I think a lot of times the girls that should have, thought about that day for, for their whole lives and, and, you know, throwing rice at themselves, you know, when they were three years old. Um, And, and, and I think that for some of these guys, it's not getting real until they're like put, they're like tying their shoes and putting the tucks on. And, and then they're just like, Holy crap. I think, I think, I think especially Barnett, I could see him that being the moment that just, Freaks him out when he sees Amber's crazy ass coming down the aisle. And he's like, <laughs> uh, "Last chance to get out."
0: Yeah. All right. So, what, I think what if
1: any of the women make it, to the, make it to the chapel? Then they're they're gonna they're,
0: they're gonna in. See. I agree with you there. I but he seemed to recover by the time she got all the way up there, and then it cuts to black. Of
1: course, I don't know. I mean, and of course, the, all the editing—you have to laugh. Oh at, yeah. Mean, you know, you know that they're just stringing us along. Oh, totally.
0: The, and they're doing a great job. So, you know, another
1: thing about it too, Tyler, about the setup of it that it was filmed in, you know, so long ago is, I mean, imagine if some of these marriages did survive and then they're just now watching it for the first time, you know, let's imagine like, you yeah. know, Mark, for the first time seeing Jessica be like, Barnett's so hot and Mark's not, I don't know what to do. And he's looking at it like, okay, wife, like, <laughs> that's gotta be, that's gotta be tough.
0: It'll be interesting to see. I mean, I'm sure they'll do some kind of reunion or something. If they don't, they're not. they are
1: i, I I'm gonna say I'm gonna give da- Damien and Giannini the lowest score. Uh, they fight all the time, and that, that I'm gonna give him a two.
0: I'm gonna give him a three because also, I th- also
1: they're the only ones that don't follow each other on Instagram anymore. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> they ain't even friends. Yeah. Yeah. So but new. But
1: that could be. A, that could be a three.
0: So is it? I we bought, watched it all basically last week. I'll do. Three new episodes come out per Thursday. Is that how it's going? Yeah, I mean,
1: I think, I think it's all, and then hopefully they'll have some sort of a catch up or something to give us an They've idea. I mean, yeah, to to of of what's happened since the weddings. Uh, you know, quick mention of Diamond and Carlton. Uh, <laughs> you know, who's going to find that ring that he chunked? You know, somebody's going to be down in Mexico on their honeymoon. Oh, man. Like, oh, What was this? <laughs> There's a ring in the grass. Yeah, um, you
0: know the producer went and <laughs> to like dove yeah. in after that. Come on, has
1: yeah. anyone did anyone on the show ever pull a one eighty faster than Carlton? Man, I mean he he came out hot, you know, talking about how he wanted to be Hugh Hefner and was all winking at the camera, and then at the same time, like I mean, just totally insecure, like throwing his hat that says "Daddy" and crying. I hated I mean, that like
0: hat. That, I hated that yeah. hat so oh,
1: much. Oh, so bad. Yeah, you knew he was but, bad um,
0: news with that hat.
1: I did see where Diamond said recently that Carlton has that he reached out to her bunch and she ignored him for a while, but that they did they did start talking again, so it'll be interesting to see what happens on that,
0: yeah, definitely so new episodes the the wedding episodes come out on Thursday, Thursday. yeah, so, so maybe next week we'll we'll get together and and have a wrap up
1: we'll see we'll see who was right well about uh yeah, about yeah. What? Totally. Instead of doing instead of doing a one to ten, real quick, Lauren Cameron, yes or no? Yes. I'm Are say we yes doing
0: to like getting married or still together today?
1: We'll say still, stay still together. Since the last one was getting married, uh, still together, Lauren and Cameron. Yes, I'm gonna say yes to Jessica and Mark. No. I'm gonna say no. Amber and Barnett. No. I'm gonna say yes. Uh, Kelly and Kenny.
0: I don't know, man. That's a toss-up. I'm going to say no. I'll say yes, just to be different. But
1: And then Damien and Giannini. No. No.
0: For the love of All God, right. I hope not.
1: All right. Uh, we'll see who was right.
0: All right. Well, let's see. We've got some quick Twitter questions. Um, Quentin at QJUK asks... I've always felt confident in this team, but recently it feels like the March feeling has kicked in. Have you noticed it? Does it feel that way to you all? Um, honestly, not yet.
1: Yeah, I think I need I think like so. I need another big win. I think when you see when Florida comes to Rupp, then you know that the season's starting to wind up. Wind up, but I think that uh, uh, I'm with you. I think we've still got a few more weeks. I'd like to see this team catch fire.
0: Yeah, for me, it's SEC tournament that that always gets me going um let's see somebody says who is joe lunardi i'm not not getting into all that that, that was no. not worth it no. um <laughs> based her asked an interesting question which i this is probably a whole podcast into itself but he said i have a, a question i've always wondered you were clearly the best writer in the ksr blogging contest but they did not pick you do you still harbor some resentment or do you just revel in the fact that they had to come crawling back and basically (laughs) give you the keys to the whole thing? Um, I don't think I harbor any resentment. I I think it was silly. I actually finished third, um, but I had the people's vote, which, you know, whatever that doesn't count. Um, It did, you know, even though I didn't win, I wonder if I had won it, if I would still be where I am or if i, know. I you know because that was like two years before i came on ksr
1: right in
0: my own right um i i I mean i do part of me does kind of revel in that but it's been so long ago you know i was on that blogging contest like over 10 years ago it's been 11 years well i saw y'all put out something on twitter i mean why don't y'all do it again sometimes it's exhausting <laughs> Trying right. to, trying to like, you know, field all of those applications it's and stuff. And we are.
1: Get people to send in writing samples and just go from there.
0: Well, yeah, we're, we're hiring college students as interns, which is a little bit easier, but I'm sure we'll still get a ton of applications. And it's, if you're listening to this and you've ever wanted to get into sports writing or you love KSR, definitely check it out. The details are on the site. Um, I wish I had done something like that when I was in college. Um, I know yes, I did I it
1: on your resume for experience.
0: Yeah. yeah, I did it. You know, three to four years after college, but I can't imagine what my life would have been like if I had done it in college. I mean, look at people like Jack Pilgrim and Nick Roush, who got jobs with KSR before they graduated college. Like that's insane. Yeah. They have full time yeah. jobs with KSR lined up, um, yeah. and that yeah, could be. Pretty- that could be pretty much anybody listening to this. If if you really want it and you're good, um, I will say if you're not good and you don't want it, we'll know right away. <laughs> you <laughs> will just. It is very much like if you're good, you will rise to the top, but if you if you don't have it, you will kind of sink.
1: You should um, do the contest again. I mean, just sometime. You know, I thought it was really interesting, and it and it and it brings people to the site just to see what's going on. You know, I, yeah, I, I think maybe in be the cool. summer
0: there's a lot going on right now, but but great question, baseballer. And um, yeah, it was a great question. If you want to come at me with you know some more takes on that, I can I can talk to you about it. Um, but yeah, so if you haven't subscribed to us yet, I don't know what you're waiting for. We're on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We don't have any new reviews to read, which makes me sad. Uh, so please leave a review, yeah. whether it be about Kentucky or Love Is Blind or Fake Barney's rapping skills, which are not as good as Cameron's. I mean Hey,
1: you know, Cameron also had a track in the background kind of, that was kind of going. So I don't know if they <laughs> did that in post-production or not.
0: I can't imagine. Although, I wouldn't
1: you got like, to do has, hashtag love is blind um, and just do a search on Twitter and just scroll through them. They're and hilarious. write
0: us. Maybe on Thursday we can, like, I don't want to live tweet it because it's on Netflix, so oh, we should
1: do. we should live blog it.
0: I'm not live blogging. I would not do enough live blogging in my oh, life. That Would be
1: awesome. Oh. We'll just have everyone do like one, two, three, play, and then.
0: Like, <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> think, think we're definitely going to have to do like a reaction episode. Oh,
1: for sure, for and sure. You know
0: what? I, I think next week might be our fiftieth episode of the OT. Oh,
1: awesome. okay, great. Okay. Also, I meant, to mention, I meant to mention one more thing. When you, when you're doing the Twitter, there's a there's someone did a screenshot of the lady that's standing behind Jessica and her dress fitting when Jessica's like having that meltdown, looking in the, in the <laughs> mirror and she's just like, Oh my gosh, I don't know about this guy. And the lady that's standing behind her is looking at her like, you are the craziest person I have ever seen. <laughs> yeah. and it is, it is great. So go back and rewatch that I'm gonna scene. I'm going to have to look or at that. Yeah. Or at least find that, that, uh, capt- that uh, screen capture that somebody did on Twitter. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll retweet it out. Um, oh, please after- do. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. So funny and tweet us your thoughts on the show and hopefully yeah. if you're listening to this and you haven't watched it yet we we have inspired you to but we got to get going cuz yeah. we're we're running over but it's been great uh let's see cats play do we have this week we have tomorrow we have Texas A&M and then Auburn on Saturday so big games got to win yep. They're all big um, games yeah we're getting closer and closer four games left in the regular season uh check out the SEC tournament premium seating get yourself a suite it's going to be awesome Barney, there's still time. I'm just telling you.
1: Hey, you and Baby Bop need to do some scheming. That's all I'm trying to say.
0: Okay. We'll we'll, we'll do it. All right. All right. (laughs) All right. Go cats.
1: All right. Go cats. Love is blind. Is it blind? We'll find out.